Welcome to the Free Lawyer Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Miles. The Free Lawyer Podcast is designed for the lawyer, entrepreneur, or professional who is in some way unfulfilled, stressed, or stuck, and is looking for something better. We will discuss various blocks that limit us from achieving the personal freedom that we all desire, but have not yet fully experienced. And we will give actionable steps to free yourself from them. Are you looking to achieve a new level of success? If so, this podcast is for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 25 of the Free Lawyer Podcast. Thank you to each and every one of you for joining me here today. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate the support you give our podcast. If you know of anyone who might be interested in my message, I'd love you to share it with them because I have such a passion for helping us all to be uh, more personally free, more successful, healthier, and happier. And we all deserve that. So today I'm going to talk about something important, which is overcoming those bugging resentments that keep nagging at us, that keep bothering us. And I suspect that each and every one of us has felt these at at some time in our life. Have you ever felt angry at someone for something they did to you and you feel powerless to stop it or change it? And that feeling keeps coming back and festering. You know, resentments are one of the most insidious and harmful negative emotions we feel, but many, even most of us, experience them, and often without knowing or understanding it. In this episode of The Free Lawyer, I will be chatting with you about what a resentment is, how it affects us, and I'll give you seven tangible tips to overcome your resentments and free yourself from the pain we cause ourselves. What is a resentment? You know, the dictionary defines resentment as a bitter indignation at having been treated unfairly. Some have called it victim anger. That's a really good description. A resentment is a negative emotional reaction to somehow being mistreated. It often involves an underlying sense of having been wronged by another person without justification. Resentments are negative feelings of ill will that we feel towards someone or something, usually in our past. We re-experience the past injustices, whether they are real or perceived, and our feelings of anger that flow from them. We feel them again. We get angry towards a person, an institution, or a situation, and we persist in holding on to that anger. We feel it again and again. While we struggle to let go of our resentments or even keep the resentment alive by remembering the wrongs done to us and the ways in in which we've been hurt, the ways we've been wronged, we feel like a victim long after the original injury happened. You know, I suspect that most of us, if not all of us, have felt resentments over some things that have happened in our life. Many of them are personal, or may arise from broken relationships. And some of us experience them professionally, whether as a lawyer or in some other profession. You know, I've had several things happen to me in my practice as an attorney that create resentments. 
I was involved in a hotly contested divorce case with a lawyer, a local lawyer who is well renowned for being a pit bull, for being a nasty man. He was constantly making accusations against the parties and opposing counsel, which are not at all substantiated by the facts. And I encountered that, you know, throughout with him. And when we were in a deposition, he'd interrupt, he'd raise his voice, he'd call everyone names. He was, he was just unconscionable. And three times I was in court with him. And all three times in front of three different judges, he called me a liar. Now, I've been practicing law for quite a while. I pride myself on my reputation for honesty and telling the truth and being honorable. And those statements were very offensive and they were completely and absolutely without foundation. Now, I never said them to me personally outside the courtroom where the record you know, could have been corrected, where I could have said something, where I could have spoke back. And, and I was in court in front of a judge and I had a very hard time letting go of what he said. Even though many told me that the judges all knew what he was about, that the judges placed no credence on what he said and accepted my truthful response to his accusation. But yet it really bothered me. And throughout that case for a long time, I let how he treated me um, affect how I felt. And the reality is that it wasn't me at all. It was all him and everyone knew that. The other occurred when the other party to a case, not my client, but the opposing spouse, filed an attorney grievance against me. It was the first filed in over four decades of practice. He then had his paramour file one as well. It was very unfair. It was absolutely dirty pool. It was all completely untrue and no grounds at all for an grievance. It was the first and second and last grievance yet filed against me in 43 years of practicing. But I had to engage an attorney to respond to those charges. They had to be reported to my insurance company and they involved both financial expense and wasted time. They were of course promptly dismissed as being groundless. But yet both of those circumstances, the lawyer called me a liar and the opposing party and his mistress who, who filed grievances against me without any foundation, they caused me a lot of stress. I would often be home at night and, and relive my feelings about that. I would feel again the anger and, and uh, hurt that I felt over how I was treated so unfairly and so wrongly. Now, professionally, many lawyers I've spoken to have experienced resentments over such things as partners who treat them abusively, yelling, angry, etc. Clients who file malpractice claims against them without a basis. And support staff who regularly drop the ball in their assignments when the associate does not have the power to change their employment situation. Of course, for many of us, the more difficult resentments may be those which arise in our personal life, whether it is a broken relationship, some false accusation, some harm that was done to us. And we relive and feel again the pain of each of those experiences that happened. And we continue to experience the harm and anger that we felt. How do those resentments affect us? See, when we hold on to those feelings of anger towards someone else who wrongly harmed us, the pain starts to eat away at us inside. I've always liked the phrase, feeling resentful about someone else is like drinking a poison and waiting for the other person to die.
You know, when we feel resentful, the party who harmed us doesn't know we feel that way. We're tossing and turning at night, feeling anger towards someone else, and that person is sleeping soundly. They don't know. They don't know what we, how we're feeling. The other person doesn't care and is not affected. You know, the only person we harm when we feel this resentment is ourselves. It is if we've become the slave to the person who hurt us. You know, do we really want to turn our happiness and serenity over to that person who maliciously, wrongly, without any foundation hurt us? Of course not. Ultimately, when we continue to feel that resentment, we are the ones who suffer the most. We are giving power over our happiness to the person who deserves at least the person who harmed us. And the resentment can even become obsessive. And, and I don't know about you, but I would often, I'd often carry on arguments in my mind with that other person. I'd be telling them off. I'd be having an argument about, you shouldn't have done this, and they aren't even there, but yet they're in my mind causing me stress. And, and we may even have an inability to stop thinking about what happened and reliving it, feeling that pain over and over and over again. You know, the good news is that our feelings of resentment can be changed. It's not easy, but we have power over them. We can free ourselves from that emotional pain we cause when we, re we relive those events that hurt us so badly. How do we free ourselves from our resentments? What can we possibly do to end that cycle of reliving that pain and that misery? You know, there are many, many things in our life we cannot change, but we do have control of our attitudes and of our thoughts. And we can stop that other person or that institution from continually causing us pain by continuing to fester on what happened. It is very possible to free ourselves from those resentments. Here are seven tips you can use in overcoming that continual anger you feel about something that happened to you. One, understand our emotion. Reflect on what happened. What are our feelings about it? Why do we feel the way we do? How did what happened harm us? How were we affected? You know, understand our feelings about the situation. Allow yourself to feel those feelings. You know, understanding what happened and how we feel is the first and crucial step in overcoming the resentment. We must acknowledge that we feel resentful. Rather than avoid it, it's healthy to admit, I have a resentment. Two, accepting our role in it. Is there anything whatsoever that we did to cause or contribute to it. Almost always, but not always, there was some action or some behavior on our part that had something to do with what happened. Take responsibility for our piece of the event. Accepting our role is not only an action of personal responsibility, but is a true step towards freeing ourselves from the victim mentality that is at the heart of our resentment. Three, share your feelings. Reach out to a trusted family member or friend. Let them know what happened and how you feel. It can be very cathartic to stop holding those feelings inside and instead voicing them with someone you trust. You may also see the situation in a different light. 
or you may obtain new insight about what happened and why. You know, that support from a trusted friend or family member, that um, listening ear, um, a friend who can give us some thoughts about it can be very, very, very helpful. Four, take action where we can. You know, we have the power to choose to take action about what happened. Instead of just reliving the pain, is there anything we can do about it? Journal about it, speak directly to the person, you know, write a letter. Um, you know, for me, when the lawyer called me a liar, um, I waited till he was finished patiently. It wasn't easy, trust me, but I waited patiently and then let the court know what the real facts were. And in an understated but powerful way, I set the record straight and I corrected the other attorney. With the grievance, the action I took was to hire an attorney and to work with them to file a very powerful response that caused the grievance to be thrown out immediately. You know, there is no right answer what you should do, but just reflect on whether there's something constructive you can do and then do it. Five, practice acceptance. You know, we can't change that other person. We can't undo what happened. It is what it is. It happened. So accept it. Stop resisting it. Stop fighting it. Stop arguing about it in our mind. You know, that's why I do constantly arguing about it and continuing to feel angry. Accept it as being exactly what happened and that we cannot change it. That will really help us to move past it. Six, forgive. Isn't it hard to forgive someone who harmed us without reason? Absolutely. And, and it doesn't mean that the person was right by forgiving them, but it's actually a step of creating our own personal freedom. When we feel so angry over what someone did to us in the past, we really only hurt ourselves, don't we? We don't hurt the wrongdoer. You know, forgiveness doesn't justify what happened. And it's not an admission that what happened wasn't wrong. What it does, though, is stop that other person from continuing to cause us pain. It frees us from the self-inflicted anger we continue to feel. You know, forgiveness is truly self-empowering. It ends that other person's control over our happiness. We take our life back when we forgive the other person. Be grateful. And so on forgiveness, one other thought is, you know, it's not easy to forgive the other person. It really isn't. And, and, you know, one thing I've learned is that often the person who harms us in such a way without any basis, really, maybe even maliciously, just think about the fact that maybe they have some of their own stuff going on, their own issues, their own problems, their own character defects that cause them to be that way. And, you know, sometimes besides forgiving, I may actually, you know, pray for that person because a completely healthy person wouldn't have behaved like that. So keep that in mind too, that, that maybe besides forgiveness, saying a prayer for that person will also help to relieve you from your resentment. And seventh and finally, be grateful. You know, we could fester all day about some past wrong or past event, but instead of doing that, reflect on what do we have to be grateful for today? Write a list of all the blessings in your life and reflect on them. You know, when we focus what we have to be grateful for, we feel serene and at peace. 
So instead of focusing on that one event that, that we felt like such a victim about, think about the many ways we're blessed, the many gifts we have in our life. And you'll find that when you focus on gratitude instead of resentment, you feel so much better. You know, it is not easy to overcome our resentments. And, you know, for me, the hardest part was knowing that my resentments were often justifiable. I'm a lawyer. I'm very logical. I understand how things work. And, and, and I could self-righteously say, I have every right to feel that way because he was so wrong and I was mostly right. And I'm justified in feeling that resentment. But when I go down that path, who am I really hurting? Am I hurting the other person or am I just hurting myself? So if you want to overcome that emotion of, of resentment, you know, understand what the emotion is and what caused it. See if you had anything whatsoever to do with the circumstances, any piece that you played. And if so, you know, acknowledge if you need to make an amend, you know, do that. But that will help you to get out of the victim mentality. Share your feelings with someone else who cares for you and who you trust. And if there's some action you can actually do about what happened, then, you know, take that action. Practice acceptance. We can't change the event. So accept it as being what it was supposed to be. Forgive the wrongdoer. Um, not because the wrongdoer deserves it, because probably the person doesn't, but because it frees you from the resentment that causes us such unhappiness, such stress. And finally, instead of focusing on that past wrong, focus on what we have to be grateful for. I hope these tools were helpful to you. You know, during my life, I gave some professional examples, but there are many personal ones too. Many times I've lost sleep over some resentment, something that was done to me. And I've learned now that that is something I have complete power and control over. I have the ability to end that resentment. So I hope these thoughts were helpful to you if you've ever encountered that kind of resentment. I thank you for joining me here today. Please be well, be safe, and be free. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Free Lawyer Podcast. Wherever you are listening, if you enjoyed what I shared, please leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate hearing more about what you like best and what topics you might like me to cover in future episodes. If you are interested in experiencing a more fulfilling and a more successful life, please contact me at www.garymiles.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me so I can learn more about you, your challenges, and your dreams. I appreciate each and every one of you and have a great rest of your day. Thanks to all of you for your support.